0: Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female, but what is an alpha female you may ask? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She constantly strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony, but knows that it requires being true to your priorities and what makes you happy. She is never complacent about striving for better and always nurtures the relationships with the people in her life. So let's get started. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, episode 29. All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com Forward slash podcast. This week on the show we're talking to Lori Harder. Lori is a leading expert in the field of fitness, transformational work, mindfulness, and self-love. As a self-made millionaire, yes, that's right, I said millionaire, successful entrepreneur, network marketing professional, author, cover model, and three time fitness world champion. She offers a carefully curated set of practical tools to promote sustainable health, spiritual well being, and financial freedom. Through her books, unique coaching methods, and programs, she has helped countless people connect with their soul, transform their bodies, empower their minds, gain financial independence, and fall in love with themselves and their lives. She's also the podcaster at Earn Your Happy, which I just appeared on, so I couldn't wait to get her on the
1: show. Let's get started.
0: I'm so excited to have Lori on the show. Welcome, Lori.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Robin. I'm so excited to be here.
0: You are a true alpha female, so I couldn't wait to get you on the show. So when I sent you the definition of an alpha female ahead of time, and we read a little bit in the intro of the the podcast, but my listeners are fairly um, used to what an alpha female is. How do you like the definition or disagree with it or love it? And how are you an alpha female?
1: Hmm. You know, I, I really loved when I heard it just because I do think it's, it's something beautiful that we can often, uh, it's something that you can often reread and kind of look at different, uh, aspects of your life to see how you're doing in those areas, especially if you feel that way, because obviously we're all human. Um, and I don't know if we can be a hundred percent in every single one of those areas, but I think that we can strive to, um really make sure that we are entering in each of those different facets of an alpha female and uh, remembering that it, it really takes all of those pieces to equal a whole, fulfilled, complete life. So visiting them often and making sure we have rituals around them. Um, and I really feel like uh, that I'm an alpha female because I'm always striving to um, do better, be happier, be better for other people. And, um, I'm also really aware that I'm human and that it's okay if I'm not a hundred percent in all of those areas, but I like to have something to measure myself to.
0: Mm, I like that. I don't have anywhere in the definition that we're actually trying to balance all of the different aspects of us, but I like that part of the conversation because I don't think we've explored it before. That, like, we are trying to be ambitious. We are trying to take care of ourselves and have a self-care practice. That we're trying to um, – I think alpha females really at the the root of it are also people pleasers and, like, want the entire world to love us. Even if, mm. um, even if we've developed, you know, confidence and um, self-esteem that is not reliant on others, we still – want to help the entire world and have everybody enjoy us. And so, Mm -hmm. so balance, I think, yeah, balancing all of that and even having harmony within what it means to be an alpha female is a whole nother step.
1: Mm, Yes, for sure.
0: And I love that you say that you definitely like you call yourself a self development self love junkie. (laughs) and and so I love that about you because that definitely plugs into the part of like she's never complacent about striving for better
1: Mm, You know, it's so funny. Yes. Just yesterday, I was just having one of those days. Like, I think I've been really busy lately and I had my brother here and it just, I, you know, we stayed up later than I normally do. And just a lot of the things that I normally do to take care of myself kind of fell to the wayside, Mm -hmm. even though it was so worth it. And I had a great time and, you know, just ate food. I don't normally eat and drank more than I would normally drink. And, you know, Monday came around and I'm like, I'm just tired. And the thoughts that are running through my brain are not very awesome. Today, and I was talking to my husband, like, wow, this is really why I do what I do, is because I need it so, so bad. Like, it's just we teach what we need, and yesterday and today are just those days that I'm remembering, like, okay, what do I need to do next to feel better? What do I need to do next to feel better?
0: I love that. I, um, I got a mantra from Rebecca Baruki, who's been on my show, or Beck's Life, and she taught me that we teach what we learn, and we learn what we teach. Mm. Um, so I love that, too. It's like, I'm just showing the world like, what I've learned in the past few years to help myself, and hopefully it can help others in the process.
1: Yes, I love that.
0: Um, so when work-life balance gets out of whack, how do you bring harmony back to your life?
1: Mm. You know, I I think for people who are constantly in the do and always always having um a lot of different plans and a lot of different um, you know, things going on in their lives, I think that balance is a word that is different for everyone. So some people's balance looks extremely different than others, and sometimes my balance is uh sometimes I'm really in motion, right? Sometimes I really enjoy being in motion. So for me, balance looks like doing a lot and taking small amounts of time off to really just get grateful. And then sometimes balance looks like taking a week off and not even thinking and completely 100% disconnecting from social media, from everything. Uh, So I really have to monitor what that is and what I need, because sometimes I'm not ready for a week vacation. Like that sounds terrible to me. Like. like, oh my God, I want to be doing things. That sounds awful to disconnect. And then other times it's like, I absolutely need to kind of look ahead and monitor how I'm feeling and really start um, understanding, okay, after I do a big event, I know that I need a few days off. And I know that I think that I'm ready to go after two days, but I'm really not. So I think it's important to almost keep a Journal and really start remembering how you feel after certain things and giving yourself the grace and the space. But for me, a lot of it is as long as I can return to, I'm always craving nature. So for me to find balance again, it's like getting myself back into nature, whether that is to the ocean or somewhere where I can have a fire or somewhere where I can just really listen to the sounds and get really grateful and look at the sky and say long prayers and take more time and eat good food and whatever that is for me, whatever that looks like. I try to plan that.
0: I love that. I'm uh, big into, I just moved back to my hometown of Ottawa, Canada, and we Mm -hmm. have a beautiful conservation area that's like 30 minutes from my house. And I'm, I live for just like massive long hikes on the weekend with my dog Dog. and I'm loving it. And it's so beautiful, but I feel you on the reconnecting with nature.
1: Mm, I love that. That sounds awesome.
0: And uh, there was something that you said. It was like it, – it almost sounds like you're of the camp where you're like – and I don't want to use the word extreme because that can be very um, harsh to most people. Uh, but like extreme doers, I guess, is the best <laughs> way to explain mm-hmm. it is we're go, go, go. And I've had women on the show, we talk about – um whether they are self care experts on a daily basis or if they live in seasons, so it's like the season of building my business, the season of growing my family, and then after that season is over, they rest and recuperate mm. so which do you live in both camps? one
1: camp mm both for sure. I am <laughs> honestly, seasons is something that always always just sticks in my mind, and it also gives me. Um, it it reminds me that if I feel good and I am ready to like you know I w- I was just writing a book and right now I'm getting ready to kind of go on um uh to to sell the book with a literary agent and then that means a big push and. Um, a lot of other things that come with it, and there are a lot of times that there is there. There's a season to push. There's a season to create. There's a season to rest. There's a season for everything. And I also remember that when, like this week, I, I woke up and I was tired. I'm like, okay. Everything comes in seasons, whether for me it's like sometimes you're going to be in a great mood every day and you're like, yes, life is so amazing. And other times you're going to wake up and for some reason you won't even be able to pinpoint it, but something's going to feel off or you're going to feel a little bit like under the weather or maybe your thoughts. It just takes a little bit longer for your thoughts to switch into something positive. And life is it, it comes in seasons. It comes in waves. And a lot of times we don't get the reasons why. And I think that it's really important just to be okay with them, to sit with them, to understand that it's a part of life, um, to go when you feel great, if you can, and when you need to rest, even if it's a, here's the tough one. When it's a go season and you need to rest. So that's when <laughs> self-care really comes in strong and it needs to come in daily. Um, So like right now I'm kind of getting ready for that push season again. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm going to have to remember what I need daily to feel recharged. You know, maybe that's making sure I get – Um, you know, I love sleep. Maybe that's making sure I get in bed early and get eight to nine hours of sleep no matter what. That's making sure right now I read every night before bed to fill the well. Um, that's making sure I, sit in a visualization for at least five minutes. That's making sure I pray every single day. Like so many things like this, making sure I eat really good food. I'm drinking too much coffee right now Mm -hmm. um, and I can feel it. So I'm like, okay, I got to get back to making sure I'm drinking more tea and green juice because I can tell that's a big part of why I'm feeling just a little bit exhausted. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, I'm just constantly a monitor for my life.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's break down the self-care into different buckets. Um, I usually get my guests to tell me what daily health habits you do to keep your immune system boosted. So overall health.
1: Overall health to keep my immune system boosted, number one for me is sleep, hands down. The yeah. second I get less than like seven hours of sleep, um, and this is just drunk. me personally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm crazy. Like you don't even – it's like I am two different people. I have multiple personalities. If I get less than seven hours, I'm like – like my husband's like, you need a nap. And I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, but I know. But I know. But I'm going to go put myself to bed right now for an hour. Um, So sleep is number one. Like if I'm getting sick, it's because I am not sleeping. So you can always make time for it too. Because if you don't make time for it, you're going to make time for being sick. So I always try to remember that. I know that's a little bit different when you have children. Um, But I swear when I have kids, I'm going to be like, please, someone come over so I can take a nap. Um, (laughs) I'm fully going to hire a nightmare
0: nanny yes I've had I've had friends who have done that and other mothers have been you know like that's not okay and it's like well at a certain point like the eight hours of sleep is a non-negotiable for me
1: Oh my gosh! Yes, no, I totally agree with you. And um, the thing is, is I'm that I will. After this episode. <laughs> but the thing is, then I will fully show up, a hundred and ten percent. You know, during the day. So, um, and and we'll see how I feel once I have a child. Maybe I'll be Same. like that person who's totally, you know, all about like, no, I need every single second. That may totally be me because I mean, I have a dog, and I'm already that way. So, um. But we'll see. Yes, definitely sleep. And then another one, I'm just, I'm always looking at the food I'm eating and I look at it and I say, How is this gonna make me feel after? Now I'm all about making sure that my food tastes good as well. Okay. But I truly, truly do not want to eat things that make me feel bad anymore because I know that everything hinges on how you feel. If you don't feel good, if you ate food that made you tired, you are not gonna get your goals done. You are not gonna feel good, you're not gonna feel accomplished. So for me it's It's like, how is this food going to make me feel? Have I slept enough? Am I drinking enough water? And did I move my body for the day? These are all for me like must, must do's.
0: Okay. So you come from the fitness competition world as well. Did you have a moment where nutrition actually became nutrition and about being nourished versus eating a meal plan for physical, visual reasons?
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> how, how long do we have? Um, <laughs> <laughs> my podcasts are only 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to talk fast. Okay, so yes, I um, I struggled with weight through my childhood. Okay. Um, I was always a little bit overweight and uh, I was highly, highly aware of it and didn't understand nutri- anything nutritionally. I I only started teaching myself about working out. So nutritionally was like, okay, anything to be thin, right? Because that's my whole life. Like I just thought if you were fit or thin, that that had to be happy because it was the last thing that I had ever experienced before. Mm. Um, So for me, yes, when I was in my early twenties, it was all about like, yeah, I wanted to be healthy, but I wanted to feel good. I wanted to feel confident. I wanted to feel comfortable in my skin for once. And once I started doing that, I also learned... Oh my gosh, it's not just about this because you can feel you can have that fit body. But if you feel like crap, you're not getting anything done and you also don't appreciate it and you're not having any fun in your life. Let me tell you, you always feel like there's a gray cloud over your head because you have zero energy um, and you don't feel happy if you're not eating good. So what fun is that? It wasn't fun at all. Um, so after competing for a while, it's like I really, really, really just wanted to feel happy because I knew I had so much to offer to the world. But when you don't feel good, it's not coming through because all you can think about is your own little bubble and what's wrong in your world. Even though nothing is even wrong, you're just tired. Um, or maybe there are things wrong, right? And it's amplifying it if you don't feel good. So that's when I really started wanting to figure out what is making me feel good. Like how can I still eat these? Um, or how can I, how can I start eating healthier? How can I start eating food that's vibrant and full of life and vitamins and nourishment so that I can get to that happy place of really getting out the message that I know I want to get out. So, um, yeah, it wasn't until I had the fit body and still didn't feel good that I realized, whoa, this is really, really, this is serious. Like this is important stuff to make sure that we are, are always giving our body uh, good nutrients. Mm,
0: okay. So do you have a specific, I hate the word diet. Do you have a specific way of meal planning now?
1: You know, I really don't. Um, I, well, you know, I love, I I do um, isogenics and I love that. So that helps me get a lot of my vitamins in because I do like to supplement, making sure that I get a lot of vitamins and nutrients. Um, But as far as everything else goes, I'm really, really blessed right now to live in California uh, Mm -hmm. because we get, I get such diverse. Um, food choices out here. So I, I really just try to eat. I love salads. I know some people don't like salads, but I am, <laughs> a, I am like a kale monster, but they're like the good salads, right? Like kale and fruit and vegetables and nuts and amazing um, fresh, like homemade dressings and salmon and chicken. And um, so I just eat a ton of salads, a lot of really good wraps. I love sushi. Um, I try to be pretty diverse in my food and I'm really, really lucky to be honest because I, um, you know, you can order a lot of food out, but I do love to grill. I love to grill, uh, vegetables, but I find that when I'm just eating good, healthy foods that taste good. I don't get these crazy cravings anymore. I don't do like these crashes and binges because I'm like, I can't eat that. I can't have that. I can't have that. I have chocolate every single night of my life, at least two pieces of dark (laughs) chocolate. Um, and then I'll make like some healthy almond milk, organic hot chocolate too, because I'm a chocolate freak. So I have my hot chocolate, my two pieces of chocolate and a really great dinner. And I'm so much more balanced, making sure I'm just eating things that I enjoy. Um, And I'm really active, so you can.
0: Mm, I love it. Is where you're at also really big in the meal delivery service?
1: Yes. Yeah. it is. So um, you know, I can get healthy food um delivered whenever I want. But, you know, in the Midwest I was cooking every single meal. So it's a lot of the same ideas that I was doing, just eating really healthy. That's why I actually came out with the cookbook was um this was a while ago when I lived in the Midwest, because I really believe people can eat uh healthy, delicious meals of all your favorites. Just replace the ingredients with healthy ingredients.
0: Mm, I love that. Okay. So let's dive into your fitness routine. How are you moving your body these days?
1: Okay. So literally I am in this mode of do what you love, do what you enjoy. So if you don't know what that is, you have to experiment. And a lot of times it's not going to be like, you're going to go to a class and be like, yeah, I freaking love that. But do you, do you (laughs) like it better than what you were doing? And then find something that is the next step, like then try something else as well. So what are your curiosities when you think about fitness? Do you think that you might enjoy hiking? Do you think you might enjoy swimming? swimming how about dancing how about whatever that thing is you got to really release what you think you want your body to look like and just start thinking about what does your body crave as far as how does it want to move because you're going to find that the more you move in ways that you love it's actually a beautiful way to express creativity as well and you are going to really elevate your personal happiness um, which really opens up your mind to so many different things and it gives you a lot more energy. So if you're happy when you're moving, you're going to have more energy throughout the day, more energy for that workout, um, more energy to get things done that you love. And like I said, I do think it opens up your creative capacity. So for me, um, I'm really enjoying Soul Cycle right now. I'm enjoying something called Orange Theory Fitness. Um, mm, we have I'm, that in Canada too. Yeah, I love it. It's just, it's you know, I'm, I'm in a community one, right now. Right? Yes, Totally. So anything with community, because I was working out alone for so many years, mm-hmm. um, that if I can get in a group and sweat, I might, it's just like your endorphins. It's show, I mean, it's proven that if you, um, especially if you move with people and you're connected to people daily, like you, your happiness level goes way, way up. Your body actually re- releases oxytocin when you're with other women, especially working out to, um, you know, in a room or in a community. So, um,
0: Explain the soul cycle kind of vibe so those that don't have one nearby can maybe look for it in a spin class.
1: Okay, so it's not your traditional spin class because I'm going to be honest, that's pretty challenging for me just to get on a bike, um, listen to an in- instructor and sit there and just pedal. This is like choreographed. Um, you're kind of dancing on the bike so okay. you're pedaling to the beat. The room is dark. It's a little bit heated. It's like you are at a nightclub um, for your workout and uh, lots of screaming and sweating. <laughs> and and yeah, some people think it's, it's like like, what does my friend call it? Inspired hell, okay. but I love it. <laughs> that's so funny, um, and it's I love it's it. dim,
0: so like it's not like bright lights. You can't really see everybody. Oh, girl, it's
1: dark. It's okay. straight up dark. Oh, so I like it, that. <laughs> so it's like candlelit, basically. So no, you can't you can't see really anything, which is fantastic. And then sometimes the mirror just gets completely foggy, anyway. So you're just really, I'm in it for a good time. Like I'm just in it to experience something different, and it gets you so far outside of your normal that that's when you really. Start start. I don't know. That's when life opens up. Get so far outside of your normal and be like, understand that uncomfortable is a really, really amazing human emotion to experience because it opens you up to uh, so much more and um, it helps you get comfortable with so much more. So I just, I, I love it. It makes you more interesting too.
0: I love that. And it allows you to tell really cool stories about your fitness. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, just quickly for those that aren't familiar with orange theory, is it? That's,
1: mm. um, is it called the orange theory? It's called Orange Theory and it is, it consists of, um, doing like tre- a treadmill workout, a rowing workout, and it's TRX and weights. So you're doing all of those every single time in different increments. So sometimes on the class, you'll be on the treadmill doing different inclines or sprints and, um, you know, walks and runs for sometimes 30 minutes. And then you're lifting for 30 minutes or it's like, Five to eight minutes on the treadmill, five to eight minutes on the floor and the rower, and you just go back and forth. So it's like it's all oh, I've never done the same class twice. Mm-hmm. Um and, and you're it's in all there. heart
0: rate monitored?
1: Yep, it's all heart rate monitored. So it shows you like in and, and you're being pushed by somebody, so uh and you're kind of being called out on the board, which is really fun. So it's <laughs> it's just really like in a good way. Like, so good you're, you're for competitive motivated.
0: people or for those that are really trying to like Um, up their heart rate training.
1: You know what? It's both because I'm in there with such different body types. And I love that because you can really make the class your own. So whether someone is on a journey of losing a hundred pounds or someone is on a journey of getting in the best shape of their life, we can do it side by side um, because you know where you should be at. Um, So it's really, it's really cool that way because I love how diverse the class is.
0: Mm. So after you have pushed your body and you're building this epic business, during the day, how do you wind down at night and reduce your stress?
1: I go for walks all of the time. Um, I'll go for a walk with my husband. And believe me, these are not walks, anything about exercise. They are walks about, um, we try to make them gratitude walks. So the first, you know, five, 10 minutes, we'll be feeling kind of funky. You're like, ah, just still going a million miles per hour. Um, And we just are like, what are you grateful for? And then he has to say like two or three and then I have to say two or three and then he has to say two or three. And we just keep going back and forth like that until we're kind of getting out of that work mode and into whatever else, you know, just being grateful. Or maybe we keep talking about work because that tends to happen. But um, but, you know, in a good way of whatever we're grateful for, excited about or whatnot. But walking is a huge one for us. Um, I would say that's pretty much what we do every night. Sometimes we'll, uh, like tonight we're going to a movie. Like we just try to get out in the evenings out of the house cause we work in the house as well. Okay. And what about puppy snuggles? Mm, Always. Oh, that's always (laughs) happening. So we're either walking with waffles or we're cuddling with our dog. But yeah, she's, she's a huge, 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 like sometimes I'll just take breaks in the middle of the day and just be like, Oh my God, I just need you.
0: (laughs) She's Instagram famous. Oh,
1: (laughs) she is. She's amazing.
0: Uh, now are you a yoga practitioner? I think you talked about visualization, but I don't know if you mentioned meditation.
1: Mm, I'm obsessed with meditation visualization and I do love yoga I go in so I go in seasons with yoga I'm like either all about it or it hasn't (laughs) been in my world at all but I do um you know like if I'm gonna stretch which is you know pretty much every single day it's gonna be um probably yoga based obviously just different flow or things like that that I love Mm, awesome
0: okay um what are you most passionate about right now
1: Oh, man, (laughs) that's a good, good question. Most passionate about connecting. Yes, absolutely connecting with other amazing people because I think for a long time when I was building my business um, and fitness and everything else, like especially living in the Midwest, I isolated myself a lot. I thought that I had to do it alone. I thought that, um, you know, building and grinding and whatever it was and, you know, people connect in a different way in the Midwest. It was just my mentality like that I couldn't do both. Like I had to isolate in order to get what I wanted. And that it couldn't be more opposite of. Of the truth is just finding the right people and reaching out and connecting. And that's what I was afraid of. So that's why I wasn't connecting is I didn't feel good enough. I didn't think I was smart enough. I didn't think I had enough going on. And now looking back, I'm like, wow, I would have accelerated what I was doing if I would have just gotten over myself and asked those amazing people to go to lunch or to do a workout or whatever that was. Because I think that Um, people in general want to connect, especially if you can offer them something, whatever that is, whether it's listening or how can I help you? Or is there something I can do? Or could I intern for you once a week? Whatever that is, if you can offer something to their life, other than saying, can I pick your brain? Like that's no fun. Um, (laughs) right. But offer something, um, ask to take them out, whatever that is, because I think people really do want to connect
0: hmm It's the um, the message that's being, you know, screamed from rooftops in every entrepreneurial podcast is bring value to the world, whether it's to your audience, your consumers, your potential target market, whatever word you want to use. But even from a, a B2B standpoint, like as you're growing your business, uh, we have to hold each other's hands and lift each other up. And so, again, how can we bring each other value? So I like mm-hmm, that. Love but if, that. Um, I've never really explored the fact that it's a limiting belief or fear of not being good enough. Um, mm-hmm. So how did you get over that?
1: Um, how did I get over that? You know, I think it's a lot of reading, a lot of self-development and a lot of forcing myself to do it. I'll tell you what it was. I, I got so lonely that I literally said, if this is what this looks like, this is no fun. Like I, if, if this is what building a business or being fit or, or being in this arena looks like, then I like, I don't think I want to do this anymore because this really sucks. Like being Mm -hmm. alone. And I, I realized in that moment, like, but everybody's not doing this. Why am I seeing these people have so much fun or these people are connected or these people have this tribe or these people are doing this and that. And I thought, you know, that's really a lack mindset too. And in a mindset of not being abundant, maybe in your business or not sharing or, you know, thinking that you're, if you share what you're doing or maybe you're not going to get the limelight or you're not going to get the credit for it. Like I'm just being really vulnerable and honest. Like I think people think these things like, well, I have to build this up or I have to build myself up. And it's so, so much better if you build together if you share thoughts if you share ideas if you ex- tell someone what you're doing and and what's working for you and ask them what's working for them and share ideas because we can't say it enough like there if you're worried about your business like something happening to it if you share ideas or if you connect with someone or if you partner up with someone like you're kind of in a place of lack still, which I totally get I was there this is why I'm sharing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Because it's like, there are like 7 billion people on the planet. Okay. And we're not even affecting like, you know, maybe we're lucky to affect thousands of them. So we really need, you know, millions and millions and millions and millions more of us. And we still would need it because we're human and we forget. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're, we're all just mass consumers and it's like, The more that we can put out there, the better and the more we can do together, the better because I can't reach who you can reach and you can't reach who I can reach. So together, it's like, you know, if someone loves you, they're probably going to love my stuff. And if someone loves me, they're going to love your stuff and so on and so forth. Because Mm -hmm. once we consume, we just want more.
0: Mm -hmm. It's so true. And we all have different stories and different mannerisms, habits. So someone's going to like something about some person. So as long as we can keep sharing all of the goodness, then eventually we'll help change the world.
1: Mm, I love that. Yes.
0: And uh, something went popped into my mind in terms of the mindset of doing it alone and individualism. And my kind of fitness sports evolution has gone from... Um, fitness competitions and I noticed that when I first started like my first competition I was so excited to be there that I like wanted to talk to everybody and make friends backstage and then as I went through a couple of shows I noticed more and more that everyone had their headphones in were lying on the ground with their feet up. They were so carb depleted that no one had the energy to talk. And I just looked backstage and I was like, this is not fun. This isn't, mm-hmm. this isn't a community. This isn't cool. And I tried my first obstacle course race and I started running with the run club. And the community there was so friendly and accepting. So it was an easy transition for me who was craving community to go, oh, this is where I belong. And even now where I train the community aspect of everyone going for brunch after a hard Saturday morning workout or uh, organizing trail runs on the weekends, like it's the same type of thing and it's just continued to evolve. And now my abundance mindset is so much stronger um, and it Mm -hmm. kind of has all tracked parallel to my fitness evolution.
1: Yes, totally. I think they go hand in hand for sure. Awesome. Uh, so, one of the
0: questions that I love asking other alpha females is there's usually a pain point that we're constantly problem solving for, whether it's part of our personality or expectations for ourselves. So, is there something that you are constantly problem solving for?
1: Mm. Oh, I have this what's next problem, and I get really high on the highs and I can get low on the lows. So, um, I have this thing where I stay really, really busy because I think I'm afraid of when I'm not busy. Mm. But I'm so I'm always trying to be okay with the lulls and the quiet. And um, you know, I'm I'm finding that just in my life right now it's like i sometimes i get so busy and i do love it but then i need the quiet and i it's it's hard for me to stay quiet long but then it's hard for me um not to or or when i'm not sitting in the quiet right or the slow to really hear what i need to hear next so i'm kind of like what's next what's next why am i not feeling connected and it's because sometimes when you get too much in the do and too much in the busy, it's like you get totally disconnected from maybe your rituals or listening or those longer meditations or longer prayers or those things that are really needed to connect back in. So I'm always, always trying to um, pay attention to that because if something's going to give, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be that.
0: Mm, I'm personally working through the fact that I equate. Um, Achievement to success Mm. um, and checking things off the to-do list or checking the goals list off as success versus just I I can't do the lulls either because if I'm not producing, if I'm not doing, um, then who am I in the world?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, So that's my that's my massive mountain to climb right now. (laughs) I think you pretty much just summed that up in a much better (laughs) way than I did. But yes, I think that's exactly what mine is, is it's always remembering what, you know, what is happiness? What is success? What does that look like? Can you just be happy and be so mm. it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's why I have such a hard time doing a conscious meditation practice. I can put on my Headspace app and fall asleep. And I talk about this all the time in the episodes where it's just like it's a 10-minute um, guided meditation. I put it on and I'm out within like less than 30 seconds. Mm. But I can't, <laughs> I can't do a conscious meditation. And for the life of me – I keep making excuses like, "Oh, I don't have time." Oh, I'll do it in the shower, and then I get distracted. But I think I have a I have a fear of sitting in the quiet and being mm. okay with not producing. And I'm, it's coming to me that it's all tied in, and it's very fun to come to that realization live on a podcast. But <laughs> That's the
1: best. Yeah.
0: And it's like, oh, oh. There's some vulnerability for Mm y'all. But yeah, okay. Now I need to go buy some more self-development books on this subject.
1: (laughs) I hear you. I'm right there with you. (laughs)
0: Um, So you mentioned defining happy, and that's my last question of the show. I love finding out what that means to others. So what is your definition of happiness?
1: Hmm. I think there's – and I think think this goes in seasons too, what your definition of (laughs) happiness is. Um, I think it's really asking yourself, what do you feel like doing? What do you feel like creating? Um, and how much love are you giving back? Because I think that uh, our whole sole purpose on this planet is to be expressing love. And I think that we express love through our creativity um, in many, many ways. So um, really looking at, you know, how are you expressing yourself? How are you expressing love? How are you connecting with people? Um and making sure that you're following that, following through with that.
0: I love it. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Oh, I loved being able to be on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by the live like an alpha female challenge. Are you ready to take charge of your fitness and health routine? Are you ready to get organized? So you have more time to spend with your family or friends or loved ones without feeling always stressed. That's why I created the live like an alpha female challenge, a challenge that helps you decrease stress, get organized, and find more time in your day to go after all of your crazy big goals and dreams. The challenge includes five emails with a video message from me on how to fit in fitness, optimize your health and nutrition, stay healthy at work, and all my smartphone organization tips. Sign up at robinbaldwin.com forward slash alpha female for the free challenge today. Thank you for listening to the alpha female podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and I would love you to eternity and back. If you would be so kind to open your podcast app of choice and leave me a rating and review, you can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com. That's Robin with a Y B A L D W I N and join us next week for another inspiring chat. I hope you have a spectacular day.